0: Right now, today is the day that you choose to change the rest of your life. It is time to turn your setback into the greatest comeback story ever told, and nobody is more capable than you. This is the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast, the future number one weight loss podcast in the world. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please subscribe and spread the word of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast wherever you are and to whomever will listen. If you'd like to connect on social media or wherever else, check out my Linktree page, Linktree forward slash The Ranting Weight Watcher. Let's connect today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 143 of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast. If this is your first time here, I hope you enjoy the show. Please consider subscribing. And most of all, if you are using a platform that allows you to rate the show, it will help the algorithm. If you give a four star or five star rating and and leave some feedback for the show, if someone else is searching, For a weight loss related podcast, it will help them find me if you rate my show. So if your app that you're using, whichever one that may be, allows you to rate the show, please do so. And also, please consider spreading the word of the Ranting Weight Watcher. If this show has helped you in any way, shape, or form to turn your journey around, or find a new path, or try new things, or find some semblance of success that you were not finding previously, please consider spreading the word of the Ranting Weight Watcher so we can help as many people as possible achieve the same things we are all trying to achieve. Well, I got plenty to talk about today. Let's get into this! Journey updates. I am up this week, so that will be three gains in a row. 1.2 pound gain. For the month of June, I am up 1.2 pounds. Total pounds lost since January 2019 158 pounds. Pounds remaining to get to the 175 pound milestone is 17 pounds. Total pounds remaining to get to the 200-pound milestone is 42 pounds. Usually when I have three gains in a row, I make changes. I start to analyze what is going on in my tracker, try to find trends, and make changes based off of what I see in my tracker. This is why I value my tracking so much. I try to keep it as close to 100%. I'm not going to pretend and tell you it's perfect. It's never perfect. It never had to be perfect. And the same goes for all of you. Your tracking, your the way you do this program, you didn't have to be perfect to become the to have the problem that you have in order to need to lose weight. You don't have to be perfect in order to, to um fix the problem either. I stand by that statement. I am not perfect and I have found some extreme success. And more, it's about consistency than anything else. So three gains usually means making a change. But in the circumstance I'm in right now, which is... It's, it's kind of a perfect storm at this moment with the uh, treatment of steroids for a skin condition. I'm still waiting on complete... See, like, we had a positive skin test for bulos pemphigoid, but now we're going through the blood tests, so now we're still waiting on the blood test result that will confirm bulos pemphigoid as being the issue. Once I get that, we can go from there, but as of right now, I am on steroids, and every time I've been on steroids in the past, it has caused extreme gains. I did feel a little more confident this time, to be honest with you, because it wasn't the same. It wasn't that typical, you know, prednisone pack where you get the instructions. Of the first day you take seven pills. Second day you take six pills and, and so on until you run out of pills. It was just a bottle and it said take three a day for the first week. So the first week ended. I felt really good because I had no cravings. And now the second week has begun. <laughs> And I am, uh, I'm fighting an uphill battle, let's just say that. I'll get more into it next week because I always like to talk about complete weeks. I don't like to talk about the week I'm in while I'm in it. So for week eight, which was the final week of phase one, my week eight calorie average was 2,325 calories per day. The week eight protein average was 245 grams per day. The week eight carb average was 219 grams per day. And the week eight fat average was 65 grams per day. All of these were within, well, within less than 50 of where I wanted to be. So the entire week of week eight was considered a success. I have officially begun phase two. And to give a quick review of phase one. So, phase one consisted of 40 days. So, we were, I had told you in the beginning, we were working on Monday through Friday. To bring these in, I wanted to be as close to 2,300 calories as possible. I wanted to be in the goal of 229 grams of protein a day and I wanted to eventually get to so I wanted to be between 200 and 250 grams of carbohydrates per day and I wanted to be as close to 90 grams of fat per day so week eight ended in a success and out of the 40 days only two days were failures which means basically I didn't meet the criteria I just spelled out for you. I was over on uh, carbs or whatever the case may be so with with phase two, my next changes were I was going to stay at the calorie average of twenty three hundred per day. That wasn't changing. What was changing really at this point was I wanted to get I wanted to start averaging under. 200 grams of carbs per day. So as of right now, I had been averaging anywhere between 200 and 250 for basically the entire phase one. I wanted to get to 199. So that was that is the goal for phase two. Get down to 199 grams of carbs and keep everything else relatively the same. Now in the process, I still need to raise the fat grams because I'm averaging 65. So I want to try to get to 90. I I'm I'll have to work on what things I can change to add additional uh fat to my daily intake. Now I think I think I could do some almonds or something like that. We'll see. I'll report on the week 1 phase 2 next week and uh, we'll go from there. So I want to talk about this past Saturday, June the 3rd. I woke up a little earlier than normal on that Saturday. Typically, I'm up at 5 a.m. and out the door starting my walk at around 530. But this one, I was up at 4, 430. And I woke up because... The itching sensation had returned. After probably four or five days with no problems whatsoever, the itching sensation returned Saturday morning. And I got so incredibly angry. I was so aggravated because not only was this returning, It was returning also on top of it on a day where all of my medication was decreasing. I am on a topical steroid, and at the time, it was twice a day. And on Saturday, decreasing to once a day. I am also on an oral steroid, which is three pills a day, and it was decreasing to two pills a day. And I'm on an antibiotic which was not decreasing. But anyway, when I felt the sensation of the itch coming back, it just made me think like I am not making any progress and I was just so aggravated. And I really... I've been dealing with this for so long at this point with this skin condition that I really want to see progress. But, you know, it's just like when you are on this weight loss journey, right? And you stare at yourself in the mirror every day looking for some sort of progress when you're staring at yourself in the mirror. And because you're the closest one to the situation, you never actually see the progress. It's the people that are further away that see your actual progress. I was going to lay there and relax, but the itch was stopping any kind of relaxation. So I got aggravated, got dressed and typically where I'm out the door by 5.30 I was out the door at 5am. All of the anger, all of the frustration all of the anxiety, all of the stress everything that I was feeling because of this return of this sensation of the itch I took all of that And I channeled it into my walk on Saturday morning. Typically, a Saturday morning walk is around six miles, about two hours long. Because I got out the door at five o'clock, I was walking an extra half hour. So by the time I came back from it all, it was more like two and a half hours. And I broke a record 7.5 7.5 miles, actually 7.9 miles, almost 8 miles. And I remember thinking, wow, this is incredible. It, the final result by 8 a.m. on Saturday morning, I had a little over 18,000 steps and 7.9 miles already taken care of by 8 a.m., so I remember thinking, well, that this is a nice way to break a record using the anger that you felt this morning to channel it into the workout it was definitely a good way to deal with it. Did all the normal stuff, shower, whatever, get ready, get to our workshop, had breakfast and I decided I didn't want to sit around the house all day. So I had the idea in my head that I want to go to the Sawgrass Mills Mall in Sunrise, Florida. Now this mall is a indoor-outdoor mall. If you traverse, if you pass every store in the mall, if you do measure the distance of, of all of that, where all of the stores are, the total distance traveled is somewhere around 7 miles, 7, 8 miles, something like that. I didn't really think much of it, but I said I wanted to go. So we got in the car, we went. We walked the mall, we did some shopping. Found some things we wanted to buy. And now it's getting close to dinner time and we're all thinking that we should go home, clean up and go out to dinner. We get home, we do what we need to do. We go out to dinner. When I returned home, I thought to myself, huh, I already had broken records this morning. I wonder, where am I at now? So I checked my steps. Here I am at home now at this point. It's around, it's around nine, 9 o'clock, let's say close to 9, whatever it is. I had broken a record. I'd never been this high before. 27,058 steps. Total distance traveled 11 miles. And I just remember thinking, wow, that's something, man. I broke some records today. But the real true realization, it didn't really hit me till the next morning. So like Saturdays, Sundays, I wake up at 5 a.m. as well. I'm typically not out the door for my walk until 7 a.m. though because I decide to do some laundry before I leave. This morning, I slept straight through to 7 (laughs) a.m., which almost never happens. But I woke up at 7 a.m. and I said, well, I can't do any laundry now. Got dressed, got out the door. As I'm walking... I was thinking about the record I broke. And then I started to think, holy crap, I have no pain right now. Here I am at the exact time where I would leave the house the next day after a day of breaking records for steps and distance and I have no pain. So, as my walk started on Sunday morning, I spent some time in reflection because of all this. And I thought back to how the activity part of my journey began. You see... This time around when I started weight watchers in January 2019, I started a very different way than I ever started any other weight loss program. And I don't know that it was conscious. It just kind of it's just kind of how it happened. The one decision I could tell you I did make was right away I knew in my head at least I knew that I couldn't do any exercise to begin with. That was what I had told myself from day one. And usually when I had started a regimen of of whatever weight loss program I was choosing at the time, I would dive in head first, you know, don't stick your toe in, don't, don't test the water, just dive in. And go from doing nothing to doing everything. When I walked in on that first day into that studio... I made some decisions that morning. Some non-negotiables. And those non-negotiables would be that everything that went in my mouth would go into the tracker. That was the first non-negotiable. And everything that went into my mouth would also be measured and weighed so that the tracker was accurate. And the other was... I can't exercise now, but I will at some point. Those are the things I decided that first morning that I went into Weight Watchers January 12, 2019. I remember leaving that day feeling energized feeling like okay time to get to work as i went through the first couple of weeks you know the the minor changes that i thought to make at that point were so astronomically good for me because of how poorly i was eating that i i dropped some big time weight which people typically do in the beginning of their journey right you don't have to make huge changes You just have to be so bad at where you were and then these little changes could be so much better for you that you just naturally drop weight. And again, that weight in those first few weeks isn't necessarily fat. We love to believe it is, but it isn't. It could be water. It could be muscle. It could be inflammation, all kinds of things. Because a lot of the things we eat cause inflammation, cause water retention. I mean, it causes all kinds of stuff. So just skipping those things can already start the the avalanche, right? We're going to take a break. Don't go anywhere. I now present to you the ranting Weight Watcher accountability creed. If you choose this day to say this creed, you are accountable to me, the author. You are also accountable to all of those before you who have taken the creed and all of those after you who will take the creed. But most of all, you are accountable to yourself. Now recite with me the accountability creed. Nothing can stand in my way because I choose to be unstoppable. My challenges crumble in my presence because I choose strength when I am weak. My insecurities have no power over my life because I choose confidence in the face of fear. I own every last one of my mistakes because I choose growth over mediocrity. The mirror and the scale are powerless because I move forward in spite of the result. Circumstances are not obstacles because I see solutions instead of problems. The demons of my past can no longer torment me because I choose to renew my mind daily. All things are possible as long as I believe. Because if God is for me, who can be against me? This is the creed I declare each day. It is about what I do, not what I say. I will learn the work that needs to be done. I will never stop, even when I've won. I will work consistently, no matter the cost. I refuse to believe that all hope is lost. I will work when I want to. I will work when I don't. I will work when they are cheering. I will work when they won't. I will work when it's easy. I will work when it's hard. The atonements that I've made are made with no regard. I will work when it's cold. I will work when it's hot. Because choices have consequences, justified or not. When I think I know it all, I will start back at one because regardless of what I think the work is never done and from this moment forward when times are tough I choose to believe that I am enough And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. I remember, I don't know if it was two or three weeks in, I started to have the idea of rather than find new ways to feel like I was eating the same things that I loved for less points, I would just find new foods that were point-friendly, that I loved. You following me? So rather than finding new ways to make a pizza and pretend I was eating pizza, I went and found something that I loved that was low on points. And thus began a journey of the next six months. Of building a menu of items that I knew, one, were low on points. And two, I liked them. I enjoyed eating them. This way, I didn't have to look at cauliflower pizza and try to try to pretend that I was telling the truth when I told the world, Oh yeah, it tastes just like pizza, which is complete bullshit. I'm going to be real here. There's, I don't care how many of you that listen to me that actually said that, you're all fooling yourselves. Every single one of you. But my approach was different. I don't know what gave me this idea. I don't even know. I, no, it's not like someone told me to do it. I just thought, wouldn't it be better if I found point-friendly items that I like to eat? rather than find new ways to pretend I'm eating chocolate cake, or pizza, or a cheeseburger, or whatever the case. Because none of them would actually be those things. Right? You could pretend something is a cheeseburger, but a turkey burger tastes different than a cheeseburger. A veggie burger tastes different. Look, don't even get me started on the impossible burger. It's not going to be what you expect it to be. It will taste different. And it may be okay in the beginning. But at some point, you'll say, all right, this is getting old. I want the real thing. As I start to build the menu, I started to make rules for myself that because I was doing so well with my choices, I would allow... For those things that I wanted. Like a burger. A real one. Like a real slice of pizza. None of this nonsense. But the rule I made for myself is that it would only happen on a weekend. And if I had a craving during the week, it became a thing for me to say, not yet. Saturday. And I don't know. my I just took to it. Every time I saw something I wanted, not yet. Saturday. Before I know it, we're in August. So August 2019. And I am being handed the 50-pound charm. I'm down 50 pounds in six months. And all I had done up to that point was track everything that went in my mouth, measure and weigh everything that went in my mouth, And come up with new foods that are point-friendly that I would like without pretending it was something else. Those are the things I did. It was on that day that my coach, my studio coach Terry, handed me that charm. And it was like this little voice in the back of my head saying, You got the first 50 with no exercise. You will not get the next 50 without it. And I took this little voice, whatever it was, and I said, you're right. And I immediately start to put a plan together. How do I introduce activity into my life for the first time in probably 15 years? Now, I knew that I shouldn't go from zero workouts to working out seven days a week. That was the one thing I did know. So it became a commitment. What was the negotiated deal? One, what was not negotiable and what was negotiable, right? It was a set in stone commitment that had variables, okay? Okay. And the commitment was three days a week for four weeks that I would go out and walk for 20 minutes. It didn't matter which three days. If I wanted to do all three days, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I'd have the rest of the week off. As long as I walked for 20 minutes for three days out of a seven-day week, it did not matter. And I was going to do it for a minimum of four weeks. I believe it went six, but it was a minimum of four. If you go back in my Connect page to the close to the beginning, when you get to the part where I'm starting to make my first ever videos of me walking. A lot of the walking videos that I make and put on Connect were inspired by um, another WW member, Tamara, the Got Goals Girl. She would always do her trail talks. And so their inspiration to make these walk videos came from her. My walk videos in the beginning were very short, brief, because I was walking and it was before the 5 a.m. hour. It was, I woke up at 4 in the morning. I didn't even leave my parking lot because I didn't want to go so far that I couldn't make it back. This is the mentality I was in. So I said, I don't care. I'll just circle my parking lot for 20 minutes and come in the house. That's all I committed to. 20 minutes, 3 days, 4 to 6 weeks didn't matter where I went. All of this began. And in in no time, the first six weeks were gone. And I remember looking back on those six weeks and saying, it's time to make a change. What will the change be? I changed to 30 minutes, three days, four to six weeks. And it's exactly what I did. And I still didn't leave the parking lot. I did that for another six weeks. At the end of that six weeks, I felt really good about what I was doing. Because it started to be, rather than getting up and walking because I had to, I got up and walked because it was time to. If you could understand that. It came at the end of the second six week span. There came time to like make a, a decision to change something. And I decided at that moment that rather than add more time, I would add a fourth day. So the next change was four days a week, 30 minutes, six weeks. And I, I just lived up to what I said. And here in this process, I never realized at the time, this is where I gave birth to how I've become so disciplined. Because the more I added, the more I proved I can do, the less I could say, can I do it? Because I was proving it every day that I could do it. And the idea of do I want to do it wasn't allowed to even speak. My emotions were shut down by the discipline I was building in this time, in this time period. This is probably, this story I've told many times throughout all of the episodes of this podcast. And this is probably the most valuable of all the lessons I can teach you. How I introduced activity into my life is how everybody should introduce everything into their life. Weight watchers in a workshop will tell you, do it in baby steps. Do it in little, uh, little goals, small goals, attainable things. This is essentially what I did. But I laid it all out on the line. I made that commitment to myself. 20 minutes, 3 days, 6 weeks. 30 minutes, 3 days, 6 weeks. 30 minutes, 4 days, 6 weeks. Then, 45 minutes, 4 days, 6 weeks. That was the next change. Just recently, if you had been following me, I was doing a consistency challenge for myself. Because I wanted to go from a consistent four-day-a-week workout to five days a week. I added some Leslie Sansone, which at some point is going to change to weightlifting. But I did it. I took six months of time and worked on making five days a week Walking or Leslie Sansone workouts consistent. Because it doesn't matter what you do once. It matters what you do consistently. This has got to be the most valuable lesson I ever learned without even intending to learn it. I learned how to create discipline in my life by simply living up to what I said. Giving myself rules, guidelines that were actually doable. And if there's anything you could take from me, It has to be that. Because if I don't do that, that day, that first day, I don't even remember. I wish I knew the date. Day one at 4 a.m. when I walked outside at 4 o'clock in the morning and I decided to go walking in circles in my parking lot for 20 minutes. If I don't do that, that day, this past Saturday... 11 miles, 27,000 steps. It never happens. And the fact that I wasn't completely crippled at the end of it all is a miracle in itself. It is a testament to what I created when I built this slow Climb to fitness. It's a testament. It doesn't matter that other people are walking an hour and you could only do 20 minutes. It doesn't matter that other people are walking two hours and you could only do 10. It doesn't matter. It matters that you start. That's it. Because what they say is true, whether you like to believe it or not. If you don't use it, you lose it. Just a couple of years ago, here, maybe it was a year and a half ago, I was talking about at the beginning of the new year. So, at the beginning of 2022. I was going to start exploring knee replacements because that's how bad the arthritis was in my knees. The arthritis was so incredibly terrible. I would just do some things around the house or whatever it was and I would be on the couch for the rest of the day. And then it became like, once I had these big walks and everything, I would go for that walk, I'd come back and be on the couch the rest of the day. I would be useless to everyone, but I got my workout in. And all of that built up over four years in the making here. Four years. It built up to 11 miles, 27,000 steps, and waking up with no pain and being able to go back out the next morning. I can't say it enough. If I don't step out of that door that 4 a.m. in the morning on that day one, this Saturday never happens. So what's it all about? In the end, it's about quality of life. Forget the scale for just one minute. If the scale doesn't define you, if that number, you know, so many of you say, then the scale doesn't define me if that scale does doesn't define you then that number cannot give you quality of life either so if i could snap my fingers right now and turn you into your goal weight how would you feel oh you could say don i'll feel great i'll be at my goal weight no wrong you won't feel great because all of the aches, all of the pains, the joint pain from the hips, the knees, the ankles, the feet, everything would still hurt. Because me making you your goal weight doesn't change the fact that you didn't use any of those joints. The muscles that you have that have died because you're not using them, they're still not used. Nothing changes. Except the number on the scale. So did your quality of life improve? No, it didn't. This is why it's so important. If you're sitting right now and you're listening to me and you have no activity in your life, I don't care what you do. It is so important that you start doing something. It does not matter how small it is. Every little bit of time goes by as long as it gets a little bit better. Every single time. Eventually, you will have your moment where you look back just like me, and you see everything you've accomplished and you see that it's all good, it was all worth it. And if you could go back and do it all over again, you would do it in a second. Because all of the quality of life you've created, it doesn't really matter what the scale says. But that moment never comes if you don't start as small as you need to to get it because it doesn't matter none of it matters you're not comparing yourself to everybody else around you it's only you versus you and you never get to that ultimate version of yourself until you start challenging the current version so when are you going to do it when are you going to get up and get off your ass and start doing what you need to do Today's the day. No more waiting. Get moving. Do what you need to do. Because it's all up to you in the end. Nobody can do it for you. This moment is waiting for you. You got to go out and take it. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.